Dear God, Brett, you best not fucking include this audio anywhere or I will murder you. Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash, and that was so sad sounding. I know, Brett. What the <laughs> fuck? Come on. So sad. You, well, sound, you sound like the government just stole all your money or something. Fuck off, man. And uh, I'm Pat. <laughs> Pat's just over there face palming. The whole time, the whole intro. I can't tell if he was laughing or just silently crying. It's real hard to tell. Uh, I don't even both. know anymore. A little of both, I'm sure. I know this is a, a, a not a visual medium, but I have to point out that Pat is wearing the same shirt he wore last time we recorded. Did I? I mean, yeah, it's been like two the weeks. Thor shirt. Oh, yeah. Fog Thor. Yeah. So now we know I mean, exactly how many shirts you have. Oh, I've got so many more, but, <laughs> but I'm one of those people who like... I have like maybe 30 shirts, but then I'll have like just two weeks worth that I like at the give any given time. Gotcha. But it's like I was through. thinking, is it like a, like this is the Tuesday, <laughs> the Tuesday the shirt. Tuesday oh, shirt. <laughs> guys, guys, we're watching. And well, we have somebody movie today. Oh yeah. Well, I was going to, I was, there's a whole, I had a whole thing. Oh, you do it. Do your thing. Go ahead. Just like the the government, you stole all of his luster. (laughs) I just do the thing. (laughs) No, I do your bit. Do your bit. It was. It was. It was just. Now it's getting hostile. (laughs) This is a layover from our D and D match earlier. That got really ugly too. Welcome. Welcome to quarantine energy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How Uh, are you doing? We have we have a special movie brought to us by a special guest. That was all I was going to say. Adam, but Adam, Adam Rose, quarantine is doing you it's, well. It's Stir me. craziness. It's me. I'm Adam. Adam. Yeah. Adam. Hello. Hi. I apologize in advance for the movie that I did choose. Oh, oh so uh, you are sorry. Okay. I wasn't sure. I am sure. sorry. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm excited. I'm sorry about this one. <laughs> What movie so, is it, Adam? Yeah, tell uh, okay. Us. So sometimes you like I I know on your show you 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 like to watch shows from a long time ago that you haven't seen in a long time and see if you still like them. I know I already know I haven't watched this movie in fifteen years, but I know that it's going to be terrible. I know that I'm going to hate every moment of it. Um, <laughs> and that movie, of course, is uh, the Polly Shore uh, Stephen Baldwin vehicle Biodome. Oh boy. Oh, man. How yeah, dare me, you uh, do this to us? We're already quarantined, and now <laughs> we must suffer through Biodome together. As many say, the spiritual successor to Citizen Kane. <laughs> Just as a thought, like imagine if if Biodome, uh, if Polly Shore and and Stephen Baldwin go inside a Biodome, and then the coronavirus hits, wipes out a significant chunk of humanity, and they emerge totally unawares a year later. Mm. It's, well, um, did you hear about Jared Leto and how he had no idea any of this and, like, was happening? Every, and like every Big Brother in the entire universe, <laughs> yes, where they're having they to like let them know. What are the yeah. odds? Polly Shore is noodling the idea of a biodome, biodome to too, yeah. set in coronavirus I mean, times. Don't give it away. I'm hosting. I've got some facts for you. But before we Wait, get is to that all really that, happening? I want to know. <laughs> I'll tell you. Before we get to that, 
Let's talk quickly about Adam, what you do. We've had you on the show before. You have the wonderful podcast Slayer, but tell us a little bit about Sayer. your stuff. Sayer. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that's only about, it's only about 80s hair metal and it's called Slayer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you need to make it now. Make it. Sayer's in the middle of its final season. Currently, True. right? You have a yeah. lot so of free you just time. Gave him his next project. <laughs> yeah, no. So, okay. So, I do a couple. I, I do a couple of podcasts. So, Sayers a, a science fiction uh, audio drama podcast, and it, yeah, it's in the middle of its final season. We're temporarily on hiatus because I decided that I wanted to write a, a global pandemic into the storyline this season, which oh. not the probably the best time to tell that story. So, <laughs> so we're on a temporary hiatus uh, for a, a couple months here. From good that timing. One. Wow. Uh, my other podcast is called Brute Force, and it is a uh, actual play RPG. Not Brute Force. Sorry, nope. I'm just going to come up with new names for all of them. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, it's it's a it's a it's a we play Fate, and we play uh, a game where it's a bunch of monstrous race creatures that save the world. So that's nice. Uh, that's yeah. what I do. I, I thoroughly oh, enjoy Sayer. It's a it's a very good show. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yes. I do too, but apparently not enough to remember the name. (laughs) No, honestly though, I know we're like fawning all over here, but honestly, it's probably once you do finish it and I, I, it's probably, I'm not a big, I know the whole premise of the show is we rewatch things. Pat's going to cry. He's he's going to cry. I'm not a big (laughs) reconsumer of a lot of stuff because I'm, I don't know, I'm manic brain where I'm like, I've already, I've already consumed that media. I need more. I need more content, like watching shows. There's not that many things I reconsume. I am definitely going to go back and re-listen to all of Sayer once it's mm. finished. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Don't From I don't maybe though, because here's what <laughs> I'm going to pitch you on. If but, you do, you'll find out all the goof-em-ups I did and all of the uh all, all the all the moments when I broke my own canon because I wasn't paying enough attention. So, oh, no. I can fool you if you've never if you don't know what's coming and then you like you just take everything in the moment, but if you go back with a critical eye, I'm sure it all falls apart. So. Okay, you convince me I will not consume your media. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Repel. Someone finally. Instead, we'll consume Biodome. Yeah, because this is way better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very fitting we're picking this movie. Is it, it actually was, yeah. bad? I remember liking it. Oh, I mean, no. for me, I'm saying it's very fitting. <laughs> I absolutely... Oh, no. I absolutely loved Biodome as a 16-year-old. Yeah. Um, as as a 40-year-old, I don't know that I will feel the same about yeah. it. <laughs> Probably in not. the era in the era we live in, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know that these these two characters will be seen in quite the same light as they were in the oh, 90s. No. Uh, yeah. there, there couldn't possibly be anything problematic about this movie. No, not at That's all. That's the feel right now with knowledge. Oh, oh, Sam. <laughs> uh, so, Biodome, 1996, and it is a hard 1996, guys. It is definitely oozing with 1996. Uh, directed by Jason Bloom, who probably doesn't sound familiar to you because he hasn't done a lot of movies after Biodome, <laughs> but said, he no does a more. lot of TV. Because he got uh, it perfect, so he just called, he's like, oh, well, uh, one is yeah, a masterpiece. I mean, this is the best yeah, movie like, ever. Only way um, to go from here is down. Mm-hmm. But he's actually worked on a lot of episodes of Veronica Mars and iZombie he's directed, so oh. he's still successful, you could say. Uh, <laughs> People can evolve. Yeah. 
He has um, to stop recording. <laughs> um, there's so many writing credits for this movie that I'm not going to go over them all, but one of them went on to write Grey's Anatomy, which is just bananas to me hmm. because that's quite a shift in but writing styles. That's always a good sign with a movie, right? Like the more yeah. writers, the better. Like that's the, oh, that's the Hollywood yeah, rule sure. of thumb. Uh-huh. Yeah, the more definitely. writers, the better. Yeah. It's always, yeah. More, more cooks in the kitchen just makes better food. Everybody yeah, gets definitely. one joke and then that's... <laughs> better be good. I thought you were just saying that to Pat Me too. And Sam, I thought he was chastising like, us. Like you guys like, are joking too much. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to rain us. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the budget for this film was fifteen million dollars, and would anybody like to guess what it made opening weekend? Ooh, Ooh. thirty-five hundred. Hmm. Oh wow! Well, it did better Jesus. than that. <laughs> um, I'm really say, optimistic there, Sam. I'm going to say 23 million. Oh my gosh. Wow. This you really made, you thought this vehicle? made money. You thought this made oh, money. Okay. See, Opening I'm going to guess. So, so how much how much was the how much was the budget on this thing? So the budget was 15 million and as Sam just said, this is just opening weekend, not worldwide gross. Oh. I'm going to guess like 4. Four mil. Correct. Dollars. Four point wow. nine million dollars is oh, what so, it made. So they almost opening made five. Weekend. Let's not let's not short let's not shortchange them. That's practically five. Yeah, <laughs> but their world gross was only thirteen point four. So they didn't make their money back, unfortunately. I take it so, word of mouth was strong with this movie. Like the or first not. Few- well, but the like, first few so, people went out and were like, don't go. I, oh, yeah. And that was yeah. Polly Shore. It, that was Polly Shore and <laughs> Stephen Baldwin, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it made money because this is in the era when he was churning movies out. Yeah. Also, he had, like, yeah. jury duty and in the army now. And he was law. definitely at the top yes. of his game for sure. So I was like, and, okay, yeah. he's. It's, he's, he has to be making money for the studios or they wouldn't keep, but oh, okay. And like, how, how did they lose money? I guess it's. I, Biodome, I feel like has near one hundred percent like name recognition amongst people. Like, yeah, no, like but, people have seen it for sure. Yeah. So, like, where did they all see it? I mean, like, I, I rented and it, it didn't a bunch from Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, I rented it pretty much every weekend for a while. I watched We'd, this movie so many times as a oh, teenager. Oh man, we so like, had it on VHS. A couple hundred of that is from you, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't go see it in the theaters, but man, that's just that was just poor planning on my part. Like I, I, I would have. Um. So our cast here, of course, we have Polly Shore, who has been on the podcast before with Encino Man. We have, um, is it Stephen or Stephen Baldwin? Stephen. 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 So the, the most questionable Baldwin. of the Baldwin brothers. Yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin's brother. Um. Who, I'll just insert this trivia fact here. Alec Baldwin told his brother that doing this movie could end his acting career. Excellent. Oh, so, I mean. He, uh, he's still been in stuff. Yeah. What was that? What was that? Uh, there was there was a there was a TV show where they like, they just scare, oh, scare tactics. He was the host of scare tactics. Was he? Oh. Stephen DeBaldwin, yeah. Wow. One of the hosts. He's also. I mean, they cycled that out pretty, pretty regularly. Huh. He was also in The Usual Suspects. Oh and, yeah, he was, that was his one good role. Yeah, and, and <laughs> a movie one. it was. It really it was. was. I looked at his IMDb. Unfortunately, he has done lots of stuff since, but it was the best role. Um, 
And another movie that I didn't even know exists, The Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I was just what? talking he about was. this the other he was night. Barney. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I didn't know there was a sequel. It was Me like the neither. knockout. No. Was it considered a sequel or just they just did it again it, with different cast? I know. I think it's, I think it's a sequel. With, oh, is it well, a different cast? The or cast prequel. is totally different. The first one, the, the, yeah. there's one with John Goodman. And uh-huh. Rick Moranis, Moranis. and oh, Halle Berry right. and Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, we literally. It's so funny. Saturday night, we're talking about this and how dreadful of a movie that was, and I didn't know it existed either. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly, didn't do good that movie. Um, I just assumed that it was a sequel because it just looked so ridiculous. I mean, everything from the costumes. They all look the same. So it's like they just recycled well, everything yeah. and got a new cast. <laughs> it, I mean, they're cartoon characters, so it would look the yeah, same. Yeah, but like, I, I know. Anyway, um, <laughs> so there's also, as my, uh, whatever, my lights went out. Uh, also with the cast is William Atherton. Atherton. Yeah. Oh, Lending the real credence to the, to the cast is William Atherton. Yeah, I was like, he's the one... The one He's the dude true. from Ghostbusters. He's Ghostbusters, the man with no penis. Yeah, die the man hard, that has no dick. Uh, he real was, genius. Yeah, die hard. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all good stuff. Um, and then another actor who has been on the podcast before, Joey Lauren Adams from Chasing Amy. She's the mm-hmm. the main oh. actress in Chasing Amy. Yeah. Um, and then the cast gets bananas. Because there are like so wrong. many people in this movie that How? you're just like, what? Why? They all have one it's line. They all have one line too. Don't. Yeah, it must be it's like cameo. Shore like was friends with everybody from the comedy club. Uh, yeah. His mama. And um, so I mean, first on that list, which I was just like, she has no business being in this movie. Kylie Minogue. Is in this movie? What? She plays a Which scientist, so as you would random. expect. She's a scientist. A scientist. Oh, she plays uh-huh. a scientist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Naturally. How much do you want to bet that they make a sexy joke at her? Oh, yeah, that's I, her entire role. Sure. <laughs> Sam, this is the, this is the whole movie. Are we gonna is are it? we gonna turn it into a drink, drinking game? Every it's just them in a dome. How we can will they black do out. this to us women? It's not just them. There's scientists. Uh. There's female scientists in the dome. Prepare for sexual harassment. Excellent. Uh, All right. Fuck, guys. um, But also, (laughs) Tenacious D is in this movie? What? They do perform. They do perform in the movie at a concert. Which is crazy. Tenacious D is as old as 1996? Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. This was uh, around when this like when did their when did they have their HBO show? Because they had a TV show on HBO, like a series. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was like early aughts. Uh, I don't know. Pat, Google it. I'll keep going. Okay. What am I looking um, up? Tenacious D in their HBO show. Yeah. Okay. So here's another one that blew my mind. Patty Hearst 97. is in this movie. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, and this which... is after the kidnapping. So wait, wait, wait. wait. Who's this? <laughs> so Patty Hearst is uh, Hearst's daughter. So like Hearst William from Hearst Castle. Yeah. And she was kidnapped by the Sibanese. Am I saying that right? Simbanese Libi- Liberation it's Army? Definitely not Simbanese. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Simbanese. Sibanese. Symbionese? 
Symbionese. Thank you. That's it's probably S-Y-M-B-I-O-N-E-S-E. I yeah. think we should trust the person who writes books. Who? Oh. Symbionese. <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that. So why she's in this movie, I have no idea, mm-hmm. but that's random. Uh, Rose McGowan or Gowan? McGowan. Rose McGowan. McGowan. See, I'm the worst at names. This is why I don't host. That's uh, also from Encino Man, but yeah. you, you just also got a know hard her commit from... to these names, Ash. Just I know. Do you just, just want me to it. like whenever you're hosting, Ash? Do you just want me to do? You do everything. I'll just you do the just cast. Quietly tell, whisper the cast names <laughs> in my ear. Uh, okay. Also from Encino Man, Charmed, and Grindhouse. Was where we've seen her before. And then I didn't recognize this actor, but apparently he's a big deal. Roger Clinton from Fred Claus. Yep, that's know. a name I recognize. Sure. 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 That, yeah. yeah. So they, uh, oh, and then another person we've had on the podcast before, Kevin West from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Probably have no idea. He's the guy who of like D list movies. Yeah. yeah. Kevin West is, he's like, no one knows his name, but you've seen him in like 10 movies. Yeah. Okay. Henry Gibson's so, in this thing too. And he's one of those guys that you absolutely will recognize when you see him. He plays like the guy that finances this whole thing. Mm. Um, yeah. Leaky. Oh, yeah. Leaky. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. So it's like the cast is, there's a lot of people. In this cast, for sure. And I think there is even more that, you know, I just couldn't get to them all. But um, one of my favorite trivia things that I found when I was looking trivia stuff up was on Wikipedia. And I have to imagine whoever wrote this Wikipedia entry just really this is they had a way with words. But this quote from Wikipedia is the film has themes of environmentalism. Combined with drug use, sexual indos, and toilet humor. Hey. Like the All best. Right. We just we just slowly dissolve from environmentalism all the way to toilet humor. Um, so yep. that's what you're in for, Sam. Oh, Congratulations. Great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Alec Baldwin told his brother it was probably going to ruin his acting career. It's a possibility that it did. Who knows? Um Kylie Minogue called this film her worst career move. <laughs> and she was in Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And also, she says that her father ridicules her for it. Hey, oh, come on, cool dad, dad Minogue. Kylie Minogue. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't even know what to say. Poor Kylie. Uh, Why couldn't you have been a unfortunate. doctor? Unfortunate. <laughs> So Dana Gold and Harlan Williams were originally supposed to be the leads in this film, but uh, they were unknowns at the time. And so the studio decided to go with the more known Pauly Shore. Um, You mean like Dana Gould, like G-O-U-L-D? Yeah, Gould, sorry. Comedian, writer for The Simpsons. Yes. Mm -hmm. That would have been an interesting movie. Yeah, and Harlan Williams, you might not recognize him by name, but if you looked him up, you would totally Oh, yeah, I know who that is. Half-Baked, Rocket yeah. Man. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the voice of, of the main guy in Puppy Dog Pals on Disney Junior. Oh. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. We, we That's all the <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'll sing the theme song right now. For you fellow Fathors out there, you might get that reference. <laughs> the Fathors. Yeah. yeah. The Fathors. Um. <laughs> 
this fun fact I purely put in for Brett, but the motto of the community college in the film is nothing to be ashamed of. Which I think is hilarious. Oh dear, there is so much wrong with us already. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Um, and then to answer your earlier question, Sam, in 2013, Stephen Baldwin claimed that he and Polly Shore were in talks for a sequel revolving around the children of their characters. Oh dear. Um, and then in 2017, he reiterated their desire to make the movie, claiming they had funding but we're seeking studio approval. Clearly, the studio isn't approving because it's and not. And how does they have happening. the money? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's just no demand for Polly Shore. Like, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, there just is Biodome 2, Corona Dome. He's like the Macarena. Like, oh. <laughs> everybody was into it in the 90s, and we all regret it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have some other... Facts, but they're kind of spoilers, so I'll wait. We can talk about them later. The dome is actually not a dome. Wait, so who hasn't seen it? Yeah, who hasn't seen it? Um, I've seen it, but it's been a long time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think we've all seen it. This is what I'm talking cool. about. How did they lose money? Everybody's seen it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I think, well, and I'm not sure where I saw it. Yeah. I feel like I saw it either in high school, but I also kind of felt like I had seen it not that long ago so i'm not a hundred percent sure and i can't remember where i saw it god knows i wouldn't have rented this movie <laughs> no it's it's like uh, i don't know like the, the like a secret videotape passed around like yeah. faces of death or something but <laughs> I, like, it's like the ring <laughs> it's like, once you pass it on Polly shore will come for you if you don't keep passing it on. he will wheeze your juice oh man. yeah <laughs> He and he won't hurt you. It. He'll just be. He'll just want to be your best friend and follow you yeah. around. Uh, he'll make like, he'll make squirrel noises at you. Oh God, no! I don't know. Brett would rent some really bad DVDs we, or VHSs from the video store. We have seen one worse Polly Shore movie. Uh, yeah, which one? I think you forced like, me to no matter, watch it. No matter how bad th- this movie is, it it could not possibly it. be as bad as Polly Shore is dead. Yeah. And you're right, Sam, you didn't actually watch it because you two <laughs> sat in the room making out while I sat okay, there watching that shitty out. movie. Because, <laughs> because we intended to watch the movie, but it was unwatchable. Did <laughs> oh, we? thanks. Because I kind of remember you popped the VHS in and then we just started macking hard. Like, there was oh, damn. No, no. Giving it a chance. No, there was... There was <laughs> they were intolerable, let it's me tell true. you, in high school. It's true. Intolerable. <laughs> the fucking uh, worst. Uh, so, I, I'm curious real quick, though. This movie, I feel like, is the most famous of the era. But are oh. there any others that anyone here has seen or seen a number of times? Because for me, is this, for the Polly Shores, I've seen a bunch. And In the Army Now was mm. one. I saw a bunch. I've seen that one. Saw, I think I saw Son-in-Law at the movie theater. <gasps> and I I think I did watch it one time after that, after it came out on video. Um I've seen I have seen in the army now as well. Um, and you, if you're if you're thinking the combo of Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin has potential for awfulness, Polly Shore's sidekick in In the Army Now is Andy Dick. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Not great. Wow. That you know, guy has I'm a mixed be... bag of, of content. It's I, the main four people in that are Polly Shore, Andy Dick, 
Lori Petty and David Allen Greer. Oh, I love Lori Petty. Oh well. Hmm. But I I think, and I don't know how you're you're going to feel about this, Brett, but I'm pretty sure that the first Polly Shore movie I ever saw was Polly Shore is Dead. So thanks for that. <laughs> I somehow missed all of them. And then the next one I saw Encino Man? was Encino Man. So I do, I've literally like only well, seen two Polly Shore movies. What about ever. Goofy movie? Wait, so you've never seen Biodome then? Well, I've seen Biodome. Yeah, you're right. Okay. But of course, like, everyone's seen Biodome. Yeah, it goes without saying. <laughs> they give that shit free out free with the newspaper. I wanna, you should tweet like, <laughs> if you were born before 1990, have you seen Biodome? That's Yeah, I can yeah. do that while I we watch like the movie. I'm, I'm willing to bet that it's a very high ratio of people. Mm-hmm. For some reason, mm-hmm. if do you consider before, Goofy movie a Polly Shore movie? Because he is no, in it? oh, God, he is no. in it, but I don't consider it a Polly Shore movie. But the, but the cheese whiz, oh, it's God. a leaning tower of cheese. If it could easily <laughs> be a Polly Shore impersonator, I don't think it counts as a Polly Shore movie, which I would say is true of the Goofy movie. Mm, I, I yeah. feel like every Polly Shore movie could be done by a Polly Shore impersonator. True. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Please, um, please here's just- the thing I'm gonna t- here's the thing I'm gonna say about this movie though from 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 my memories of this movie, Polly Shore is the best part of this movie. Uh-oh. Wow. I'm gonna repeat. Polly Uh-oh. Shore <laughs> is the best part of this movie. So, oh, no. so I I take it he doesn't do that weird clicking thing in this movie. Oh, oh I'm sure does. he does. Absolutely. Uh, There's no way he does. This is another line. He's we cannot egg. have that on this podcast again. Because <laughs> the last time we did a Polly Shore, there was, was too of, much of that. Yeah. It was awful. No, I forbid is, it. This is grim. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I, there's a moment in this movie that I just, I cannot wait to get through it because I, I remember it as, as like, as if I had just watched it yesterday. And I want to see if my memory serves correct about this moment that was transformative in my life, uh, that taught me so much about uh, oh a, about narrative structure. And I just want to watch this movie to make sure that it is everything that I remember. This was the moment. This was the moment. <laughs> this this directly inspired Sayer. Uh, directly inspired pretty much everything I've ever done creatively in my life. Yeah. Wow. Of course. Wow. That's that's heavy. Mm-hmm. It's heavy. So you have. When was the last time you saw it, Adam? Uh, uh, uh. I mean, I can't imagine it was. I can't imagine I've watched it in the two thousands. Like I can't imagine. I the last time I watched it would have had to have been the nineties. There's no way I watched it post nineties. Mm-hmm. Okay, that seems like the appropriate time frame to have watched this film. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I passed judgment on that yeah. particular statement. <laughs> How about you? Patrick, um, when I've watched it at predictions, which first? Both, do them both. So, as far as when I've watched it, I have no idea when the last time I watched it. You could tell me it was ten years ago. You could tell me it was twenty years ago, and I believe you because I feel like I watched it so much in the nineties, in like junior high, renting it like every other weekend. Um, but I, I don't know because it's so. I feel like it's so imprinted, but I feel like I've seen snippets of it. As far as sat down, mm. it's probably sat Wait, down and watched it end to end. Have you seen this movie? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, no, yes, a bunch. I've seen it a bunch when I was a kid in the 90s, like renting it at Blockbuster. What I'm saying is as far as end to end, it's probably been since that time. I'm sure in the last 20 years, I've seen scenes. Like it's been on 
Yeah. Like, I feel yeah, like it was on, it on Comedy Central or something. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, with all now, of the jokes cut out. As far yeah. as my <laughs> predictions, um, I predict this will objectively, as far as <laughs> this will not be a quality piece of cinema, <laughs> <laughs> it will have numerous problematic moments. Um, that, that's, that's accurate. I'm I, sure. I don't think I'm going to be bored though. I think there's going to be a nostalgia factor. I think it's, I, I don't, I think there's going to be parts that are entertaining for just how stupid they are. Um, so sorry, I'm not going to be bored. I'm going to be entertained. <laughs> warts and all that this movie has. I, I don't know, Brett Asher, Sam, if you guys will be able to say the same. If you <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a boring movie. Yeah, I, I don't just, know that it's you boring. A very exciting. You, it's possible to make a very exciting, not good movie. That is very true. Did I, you say predictions, uh, Adam? Just that you you're hoping. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my. I mean, I I think I walked in apologizing for this movie with my prediction, which is that yeah. it will absolutely not hold up. Uh, I think Cat <laughs> is dead on accurate that there will be moments where I laugh at the absurdity of parts of it. Um, I disagree with the concept that it will not be boring. I think that there will be oh, no. there will be scenes in this movie <laughs> where we will go. They're still doing this. This is a thing that they're still doing. Um, so I think it will be boring in a very excruciating way. Um, Why? I think it, <laughs> I, 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 I think it will be probably. <laughs> I think I will. It will probably be one of the worst movie-going experiences of my life. Well, I think this is so, the first time we've had a guest suggest a movie that they they don't they don't really you, like. Yeah, you oh, do. I like it. Say, Listen, I like it. I like it only in the in the in the context of the fact that I liked it when I watched it probably 20 years ago. Yeah. And I am I am self-aware enough to know that it will not be good this time. It will just not. <laughs> Here here's cuz you, you weren't with us for it, but here's what I'm going to say. Uh you're going to like it better. You're going to enjoy watching it better than the movie we watched a year ago on St. Patrick's Day, which was oh, Boondock yeah. Saints. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I haven't watched Boondock Saints in a long time. I should go watch that. Right? It didn't Don't. age well. Don't. Does not Don't. age well. It was cool, and then and then now it's not. And then <laughs> yeah. we so woke extreme. the fuck up and realized. Mm. Yeah. Or realized go watch a YouTube doing. supercut of just Willem Dafoe's scenes, and then yes. call it a day. Yeah, it is yeah. worth it for okay. that. Okay, so Brett, how about you? When was the last time you saw this? Uh, what are your we definitely watched it sometime in the mid aughts uh, during high school. Uh, so that must have been where I saw it too. Yeah, uh, because I had it on VHS for some reason. I the video store always had sales, so anytime there was anything that was for a dollar, it was like, yes, we're adding that to the collection. Uh, but but I know I watched this more than once. I am almost certain that Adam is correct here. Uh, <laughs> You're both wrong, and I know because as a biohacker. <laughs> oh man! No. Yes. Yes. No. Do it. Do it. Do it. Log off. No. I'm an expert. <laughs> Delete yes, your account. Yes. I recently became a biohacker. Uh-huh. So. 
<laughs> I am hacking my bio uh, you, every No, day. it's just exercise. <laughs> it's not biohacking. Yeah, just because Patrick it's, is going insane being not able to go to the gym. Like, <laughs> yeah. you were texting us about biohacking your body and buying exercise equipment. And I it's was telling Bryce, I was like, Patrick is losing his mind. He doesn't know what to do. And they're just workout bands. And they're advertising them as like, biohack your body. It's like, no, it's yeah. like oh, well, just Pat, bands. Pat, Pat, Pat. You're biohacking now? I Yes, I am biohacking. He's thank biohacking. you for noticing I, that. Man, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can tell, though. Like, you've been hacking yeah. that bio. Thank, you. thank and, you for noticing. Yeah. The shirt does look tighter around the chest, chest holds area. That's that targeted biohacking. Oh, it's because I purposely shrank it <laughs> oh. in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Your no, voice this, sounds more muscly and strong. Yeah. <laughs> I hate every part of this. <laughs> the best part is how uncomfortable Brett is. <laughs> so... This movie, I'm positive, is gonna have the um, what 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 were we calling it? The the face off effect. Uh, it's everything good or memorable oh. that happens in this movie happens in. Uh, I'm gonna give it a little buffer. I think it's the first and last twenty. Uh, okay. And then in the middle, there is just a slog. Just you're gonna hate <laughs> it. You're gonna and it's a moment that happens, and you're gonna say, "Oh, that wasn't funny," and then. It's going to keep going unfunnily until the the climax of the film. The anti-climax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, as so that's disappointing my as the uh, climax and Polly Shore is dead but for whatever I, that movie. And past Brett had some poor taste in movies. And uh, I do remember chuckling and enjoying parts of this movie just flat out because i watched it why would you watch a thing more than once if you didn't at least like it a little bit you've seen it more than Uh, once i've seen it several times i had it oh wow yeah so and still can't remember the middle slug nothing (laughs) oh no oh some of the classic scenes in cinema in the middle (laughs) Uh uh-huh um so as Brett is describing all of this, it is coming back to my memory that I don't know if I've seen it all the way through, which is now very concerning. Oh. And I'm pretty oh, no. sure I saw it on TV and thought it was funny and dipped out after the beginning. So I wonder if it's going to be like Robin Hood men in tights where you're like oh my god they cut all these jokes out <laughs> maybe <laughs> but uh i don't know because i i actually liked robin hood men in tights um and i don't remember feeling one way or the other about this i think i was kind of projecting like fun silly 90s movie memorabilia mm-hmm. onto it and i'm very scared now because you all have scared me and and <laughs> Throwing my happiness for this movie out the window. So look, we set the you. bar low. So if okay. it's even just slightly better, you'll be like, it's great. I, <laughs> I don't know. I think if we can all just take a minute and step out of our morals and ethics. Oh, okay. Uh, we can just embrace the the amount of the sexism 90s. that's going to be in this movie. Oh my god. Uh, I can't. You I might can't. enjoy it. i i'm trying to imagine the other scenarios where you could apply that just embrace the sexism and i feel like you're talking about sexism embrace is not the verb you want to (laughs) use yeah i agree 
This is problematic ah. here, guys. Listen, we just have to we just have to like find our center and just live the way of the weasel. Yeah. Buddy. You know? It's starting. They, they are environmentalists. They want to free the Mahi Mahi. Free Mahi. Free Mahi Mahi. <laughs> God. <laughs> Brett is oh, dying. Dear. <laughs> Well, I, You're thinking globally. We have to think locally. <laughs> How can you guys quote something that you I, hate so much? I quoted the uh, the Iron Man song that they sing last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does you whatever did. an iron can. It's so good. <laughs> That's right, because we did just do Iron Man 2, two or three years ago. Uh, I have to agree. I, I don't exactly remember where i saw this movie but i also feel this will be a trash pile of a film mm-hmm. uh in my research i found that metric gave it a one out of a hundred and apparently only 10 films on Metric's site have ever gotten a one Haters. so that's where the bar is um so yeah i i don't think it'll be great but to defend both pat and Adam, I guess. I do think there will be funny moments. I think there'll be a few funny moments that will be silly and ridiculous 90s humor. But I think most of it will be bad, bad writing, bad jokes, sexism, and just mm. not great. Just embrace so, yeah. the sexism. Just embrace it. <laughs> What's wrong with being sexy? I don't like that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, what you said, the problem. Well, we record this in our attic. That's the new name of the show, The Problematic. Oh, no. Oh, that's oh. very good. That's very good. That's that a- is pretty good. But I'm in the basement. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you All the right. super ego then? And the, we're the id? The, yeah. The, the, base, the basic mint? And I'm the one in the middle. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're going to pause the recording here and go watch Biodome. And good God. You guys excited? Viva los Biodome. Viva los Biodome. It's not, you can dance, you can dance, yeah. everybody. I feel like that's too I don't, happy I don't even and know. joyous of yeah. a song. It's true. For what, what's about to happen, the ma- like the slaughter that's about that was, to happen. Okay, I'll wait. <laughs> hey, guys. But that was the best part of the film. Hey, Brett. <laughs> hey, Brett. <laughs> that was a thing. Uh, my, fav- my favorite part was Taylor Negron. Dude, seriously. <laughs> Who who's that? Russell. This the this I saved the one I saved the the best line from Taylor Negron. I cannot go to the bathroom. I hurt my bladder rollerblading. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was the only time I laughed in that entire fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, I think I laughed at most of his stuff. It's <laughs> uh, painful. Painful, painful. See, I don't know why Polly Shore doesn't get more work these days. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Pat has gone full dark side after yeah, that. Yeah, um, he has his hood up, my his shame black hood. hat on. Adam, I didn't think that being self-quarantined could get any worse. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently you it made could it get worse. way worse. Yeah. Listen, we could be listen. in the biodome with Polly Shore, which would exactly. be way yeah. worse. 
It would be way worse. Poor they spent, Kylie they sp- Minogue had they to kiss him. They spent a whole him. year. They spent a whole year with <laughs> them. The could you imagine? only unbelievable thing about the movie is that he did not get murdered. That someone did not bash his <laughs> yeah. skull in with a rock. They tried. Yeah. The one dude tried with the coconuts. He yeah. tried to murder him. Uh, also, guys, to make, just to rub salt in the wound, pretty uh-huh. sure I've never seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like think i thought remember. i had it's like what's the poll like at as of right of, now oh yeah so i did post the poll on twitter to see how many people before being born before uh 1990 had seen it so right now there's 44 votes and 80% of the people who were born before 1990 have seen Biodome. Or they think they have is the or important distinction. Because you would have voted yes before yes. sitting through this. Exactly. Um, I think it's just part of like the culture of the 90s that I just assumed I had seen it. Brett, I have an editing note. Okay. So during my predictions, I started with the statement, this is objectively not going to be a good movie. Can you just cut everything I said? <laughs> no! <laughs> I was going to say, Patrick, you were so wrong. So wrong. It is. We have we have created an, invert, uh, an inadvertent St. Patrick's Day tradition. Yeah, yes. I know. Seriously. <laughs> right? I, I was going to put all the way in my mouth in the pre-show. <laughs> yes. Also, that... Like, we seem to choose the most problematic movies for St. Patrick's Day because yeah. I feel like this may be one of the worst and most problematic movies we've ever watched on the podcast. <laughs> really? I don't know. I mean... Walk us through it, Ash. Most okay. problematic? I, I have mean, it's, facts. It's problematic. <laughs> it's very It is certified USDA I, problematic. Oh, I have one very problematic fact that you probably didn't even realize was happening in the movie. So I'll end with that one. But first off, they jump into bed and straight yeah. up molest those women. Yep. That's the only not good. time I can think of anything near that bad is Crocodile Dundee yeah, where he grabs That was the, trans. the one I was going to say. I would say it's pretty on par with Crocodile Dundee, which I yes. think is so that, far. That is assault. Talk. That's assault. Yep. And then uh, the line, my mom and the, the authorities are still trying to figure out where I came from. What? Yeah. So your mom was raped and they don't know who raped her? Holy fuck, I, man. I didn't I just, take it. I didn't read it like that. That's what else that's would how that I read mean? It. They, they don't know who the dad like, is. What, what is this monstrosity of a human who keeps no, trouble? No, dude. Why would the authorities him. be involved? It was it was a rape <laughs> that's, joke, man. That's how I took it, too. Yikes. Yeah. Ooh. And then I would strangle a dolphin to get into her pants? Holy Jesus, man. Fuck. Did it feel? Which uh, here's 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 the controversial question is did it feel like racist that the only lady they didn't harass was the black lady? Yes. <laughs> sure. Yes it did. Yeah. I, okay. I also would like to raise a raise a point that several times throughout this movie they they went out of their way to make the homo joke about homeostasis, mm-hmm. about homo sapiens, <laughs> like uh, every yes. possible way they could use homo as a derogatory term was just attacked full force, uh, which was not fun. 
No. No. That's not, that's not great. All right. And now here's the icing on the cake. Remember that weird moment where they're playing the footage of the clown dying? And you're probably like, what does this have to do with this film? Oh, the Kennedy assassination? Yes. It's yeah, a direct parody of an actual clip of Kennedy being assassinated. Yeah, yeah. The, the back into the left thing. Yeah. It, yeah but like, was- how fucking awful it's is that? It's terrible. I mean, no, Seinfeld was- did that, though. So like... That one. Yeah, there was like not, there was no point to it though in this. This the thing I don't I don't understand. Like there was no payoff to a clown no. getting murdered. Like there was no reason. I feel for like that. I missed a conspiracy thing in the nineties and mid two thousands because back into the left was like a joke in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems fucked up to be joking about some dude getting assassinated. I think it's just a reference to J- the oh, movie I think it's a reference to I mean JFK. J- yeah, the movie Kennedy. JFK came out in 91, so like they, that mm-hmm. was like super pop culture at that point was like yeah. uh the Oliver Stone JFK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man, that's a joke that doesn't play well in any context. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, no, it really it's doesn't. Not, hold on. It's not good. Disclaimer, not saying it's okay. It's just <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say all of the like cultural appropriation shit when they're like oh the that's uh, okay so that's a thing of like personal growth because i thought like their dancing was hilarious when i was in junior high when i was uh like 10 and i'm like oh calling it like a tribal that's fucking racist yeah (laughs) that's not the fact that like they just randomly put in the most elevator music style like african tribal drums behind it every time they Mm -hmm. do it it's real gross yeah Yeah. um i would like to go on record as an official representative of biohack life that biodome (laughs) is not affiliated affiliated. with our lifestyle (laughs) because they're similar in title and people might think that we're affiliated with them yeah and yeah I'm gonna have to invest in your biohack life because I got a notification during the movie that my gym closed and I was uh, shedding tears. Uh, yeah, somehow were you still going though? It was even worse for Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Sam, no. Swall and mental health because when I work out, I am happier. Ding. Ding ding, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> um speed rope. And resistant bands are something you could do in one space. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, sorry. I'm <laughs> I just, get enough I'm trying, of it in the no, no, I am trying to help our friend Every morning get I wake through up this at trying time. And there's another text message about biohacking your body. <laughs> yeah, you fucking assholes texting at fucking 8 a.m. Like, we work from home, I sleep damn in it. until 10. We don't what have are you to doing? get up. What do you what mean, you, you fucking assholes? I sleep in until then, too. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's just like speeches, like my bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm double oh, no. ahead of you guys. Well, it's because I I'm three hours this is ahead. A different and I have <laughs> toddlers, so I'm up at six. Sorry, Adam, time, this is very is inside baseball time. here. <laughs> hey, listen, here's what I'll tell you. There's a feature on your phone that you can schedule called "Do Not Disturb." Oh, yeah. I have it turned on. No worry, I do. I just wake up and I I instantly see text messages about working out and gym equipment. <laughs> Yeah, Patrick okay. likes to there flex like on two. us all the time. No, there was like two. And Brett brought up the biohacking. And That's so true. I just he took did. it and ran with it. It is your fault, Brett. So, yeah. okay. Anyway, biohacking is now Biodome. You are. Can I, can I ask you a, a serious pack. question about this movie, though? Like, hit it. Why didn't they just kick them out 
right away. I yeah, know. I asked that. Ruined the integrity of the experiment. As Why? far as but plot holes go. As far as it's plot like, holes go, this is the worst one I've ever experienced in a movie. Yes, and like I knew you. at the time that like you just got to shrug it off because the this is the way the story goes. But there is no reason that they wouldn't just open the door, let them out, reset the clock. It's been yes. five yeah. minutes at this point. I know. Like at most, why would yeah. they not? Also, Especially since much- they couldn't open the door later because it was yeah. on a timer. Like, what happens if somebody had like a medical emergency or a heart yeah. attack? The back door was. Or the for. secret like, key. Was I guess that's true. Also, mm-hmm. how much how much funnier would it have been if they like like oh we can't let them see me? So they're like sneaking around the biodome mm, for like oh, much yeah. like five months, you know, or like four months, like hiding Ooh, out, living like, in the vents. Squirrels. What? Like yeah, the fan- John yeah. the biodome. Yeah, and then yeah. and then they like find them and they're like, "You ruined our whole experiment, but we're halfway through. Like, we gotta finish this out." Or else Actually, the data would have at been that point, then the data would be suspect. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. you've just fixed Biodome. Um, Damn. <laughs> and then replace all of the main actors. Well, if you take out all everyone the homophobia yeah. and the misogyny, you only have like thirty-five minutes of movie left. Polly yeah. Shore with the mask on, yeah. just being like How- the fan. Um, no. uh, the bio <laughs> no. How could a 90-minute movie be so Oh, long? my God. Like, right. so <laughs> much needed to be cut. Why were we hanging on his bare butt for, like, four solid minutes? Uh, and there's so Why? much dialogue that, like, is mixed so low. Like, so, Brett, you said in the beginning, there's, like, the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes. And you were totally right because everything in between is, like, a montage that then yeah. leads to another montage. And the music is mixed so high that sometimes you can't even hear what they're saying. I mean, yeah. I didn't hate the safety dance montage. True. But I liked that one. Yeah, safety but dance there, might have been yeah. the only good part. There was yeah. so much music in it. Like every scene, like there was a really loud punk 90s mm-hmm. uh, song. Like they're, they're trying to have like the, the fundamental setup for the entire show and to introduce these characters and you could barely make out what they're saying over Psycho Billy freak out. It's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. wild. It was too much. And what was weird is only one, uh, the non Kylie scientist, she, like all her lines were over like 80 yard. It looked like or dubbed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I felt like it. I it, felt like it didn't yeah. sync up. Like everyone else, it looked like they were talking. I felt like hers in particular, it looked like it was 80 yard. That's weird. Also, like, okay, so why didn't they kick them out right away? And then second, why didn't they just like break the glass to get them out at the end? Because the script said not to. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't, they say finally when the SWAT team comes in that like, oh, you can't break the glass. But don't we see them break the other glass at other points in the movie? There's oh, definitely no. windows oh, inside. that get broken. I mean, yeah, the glass inside the dome is not going to be of the same consistency as the exterior glass that is meant to maintain homeostasis and seal from the outside world. Why the fuck am I defending this movie? This is bad. It looks like you can just bash through it. Okay, but like, did you... What if if I told you that the events of this movie, uh, most of them happened in real life? What? (laughs) Uh, Biodome is based off of uh, Biosphere, uh, and they actually tried this experiment, and it uh, 
it failed really bad and like all the animals died and really yeah and they ran it twice and like the 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 stuff where they like break in and break the windows that happened the scientists from the first project came back and like broke windows while the second one was running and they actually did the meeting to decide if they were all gonna stay inside wait so they did a biodome and it failed and then the scientists from the first biodome had like sour grapes and they were all pissy so they decided to like spitefully fuck up the second biodome Mm -hmm. Uh, yes what? Wow. How is that not the movie? That's a better movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's way better. So much better. I want you uh, to just think for a minute about the characters in this movie. And I want you to tell me if there is a single character in this movie that is a that, that is a character that you like, that you don't despise, that is <gasps> not a disgusting, terrible person. I mean, they're I mean, a terrible person, but they're funny. Is Romulus, my, I have an answer. Uh, and um, Okay, Sam, go. The the girlfriend's stepdad or mom's boyfriend guy. Ta- Russell. Sure. Yeah, he's but he all. is disgusting. He's he is disgusting, disgusting and terrible. But he's at least hilarious. Like sure. yes, he is the best part of the film. Yeah. I mean, he does he does very thinly hit on his st- stepdaughter or Thinly? I don't think it was I mean, that okay, thinly yeah, veiled. Not thinly veiled. It was, I mean, it was exceptionally Mm-mm. thinly veiled, yeah. I guess. It was not even veiled. There was no veil. Um, yeah. So that's not... I'm just thinking... I'm just like, as a pure like scientific experiment here, is there a redeemable character ah. in the in the movie, except for maybe uh, the one scientist who gets only two lines in the entire thing? The butterfly Olivia? Why is um, Romulus? And Olivia? Yeah, okay, so... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Romulus is... I guess okay. I guess. I wouldn't say he's a terrible person, but I don't like him. So, yeah. but are <laughs> Mimi and Petra bad? I mean, they're poorly they're written. They're poorly the written. And that poorly makes written, them bad. But are they bad yeah. people? I think so. If you're poorly written as a character, your only job is to be well written. And they were not. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly Petra, who interacts with this like absolute numbskull lunatic and her first mode of interaction when they are alone together after being sexually assaulted <laughs> is yes, to jam a exactly. carrot down her throat. And it's like yeah. not a great oh, choice. No. Not a great no. choice. Yeah. I mean I that didn't make any sense to me. Like this guy just <laughs> almost raped you, basically. And you're now into it? Yeah, that featured her third line in the movie uh, was when she was <laughs> when she was down downing a carrot. Uh, you know what I gotta say, Kylie Minogue? Maybe your dad's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Don't you hate when your dad's right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you gotta tweet that at her. Uh, so <laughs> so of- was was Foxer trying to kill himself? Because wouldn't I don't he have died too? I mean, he's I mean, crazy at that point, right? Yeah, I think it was more more focused on killing everyone else. But why? Or destroying the biodome. Because but then they fixed it. Yeah. But then, like, I don't. I was kind of on his side. Sure. Up to the point where he went crazy and ate the parrot, and then it started getting a little bit too. uh, I don't know, Jim Jones cult for me. Too real. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's more, I guess, climactic. But wouldn't have been more understandable if instead of blowing up the biodome he tried to just straight murder bud and doyle yes like blowing I mean, it up doesn't make any sense if you want to have a grandiose maybe he like loses his mind and he like is gonna sack he's in his mind he's like i'm gonna sacrifice you to nature 
or something, and he's gonna have he has this big ritual. And he's gonna murder them then. But he, it's he has that whole like Zen moment th- about leaving them in the desert. Like it's yeah. progress. I think what you want <laughs> is Midsummer meets Biodome. Mm. <laughs> is it Midsummer or Midsalmer? I'm not sure. Um, no, it's like a genuine question. I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> I mean, we're American, so we say Midsummer, and I think it's spelt because there's an O, right? Not a U or whatever. Like the word yeah. some. I know everything that happens in that movie and I haven't seen it because fun fact about me, I'm one of those people that is, I will watch a scary movie with like a group of people, but they also scare me and, but I'm morbidly fascinated with them. So if I hear about one that's like really fucked up, I will like find a detailed synopsis or the script and just read about the bad part, <laughs> like oh, the, wow. scary part, <laughs> the horrific parts. And I'll just yeah. read the words and be like, okay, I know. So that's I don't good. have that imagination clawing at the back of my like what happened i mean after this you should be systematically desensitized to the concept of horror because i don't (laughs) think that there's anything you're gonna watch (laughs) in your life that is going to compare to what you've just endured i mean i think quarantine can only get better after this basically true (laughs) yeah we're on that's a real that's a real glass half full type this is adam's gift to all of us is like okay guys it's going to get tough over the next, like, six weeks. I'd like to go but, on record. I, I did yeah. give you, like, four options. And you were you were all real hot to trot. <laughs> on the, we could have done That's, hot to trot. We could have even done hop to trot, the Bobcat Goldthwait movie with the horse. <laughs> but we didn't. We did Biodome. I, this because is y'all a fair like, point. This Biodome. I'm pretty yes. sure that Pat was the one that was like, Biodome. The email okay. chain very quickly <laughs> skewed pro-Biodome. Okay. Yeah. And I was so like, I just don't okay. want to take... I don't want to take the full brunt of this because I did, I did introduce the option, but it was among many options. That is true. It was. It's true. Yeah. But it was like the car accident on the side of the road, (laughs) sort of an option. Like (laughs) you're going to rub your neck a little bit. I mean, as soon as anybody got (laughs) slightly excited about it, I was definitely all in for it because I knew that this was going to go very poorly. And Bloodsport was such a positive response. I felt like I needed to balance it all out. Thanks for that. You brought I, one of the best and one of the worst. There you go. Yeah. I think that's why we um, are maybe blaming you a little bit because you suggested it knowing how bad it was. Like you mm. actually remembered uh, how terrible it was. And I we remember were it blind. Being, I remember it, it wasn't him. It dumb. was his administration. Yeah. I, I remember, remember it being dumb and gross. I remember, like, yeah. I remember the fart <laughs> sniffing and I remember them just being dumb in, in the way that all Polly Shore movies were. And I remember like it, I knew that it was going to be problematic from a consent standpoint, but not as problematic as yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were watching and I was thinking about Ash reading the, the synopsis of the movie about environmentalism and toilet humor. And then it got to that first scene uh, where he's like peeing in the water. Oh, he wasn't peeing. The, the, uh, the computer voice is like contamination detected. And like both of us kind of chuckled. And then we were like, Oh no, is the toilet humor the best part of the movie? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sadly. Point of order. uh, All three of us lads share the blame equally. I'm looking at the tweet thread right now where this came about. (laughs) Uh, Ash yeah, and Sam there was a lot of like hot, Ash and Sam hot takes completely. on Biodome before I came uh, in the door. Adam starts with The Lost Boys, Labyrinth, Biodome, uh, how, and Swingers, he mentions. I Well, I did, I did it, mention I that Swingers was probably going to be horribly problematic yeah. now. Like, I said I'm down for all swingers. of these. 
and shamelessly leaning towards Biodome. And then Adam said, I'm absolutely the most passionate about Biodome. I am the most, pa- I, I remain the most, that I have the most passionate opinion about Biodome. Mr. Phil pinned this on and me. Then Brett, Brett comes with, I was just singing Polly Shore's Iron Man song in the last episode. I'm on board for that. So, so. Lawyered. Okay, Adam, Lawyered. It was very equal because Adam put an, out there, I gave the first nudge towards Biodome. Adam seconded it and then Brett just nail on the coffin see by so. the time i got to it i didn't even know that there were other movies like as options so all i saw was a biodome and i was like all right i guess sure uh, see of entertainment well, options we landed on the poly shore it's okay it's the universe conspiring for a saint patrick's day tradition so yeah you know <laughs> It's just 2020 being more of a garbage dumpster fi- file. File? Garbage, or file? garbage Whatever. dumpster file. Well, sure. You know, Let's wrong. file it away. <laughs> <laughs> this is so we got we got our uh, St. Patrick's disaster and then we got action, action Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Is, we got some uh, good ones here. Ash, did you have other trivia that you were that it was going to be? Oh, spoiling? I did. I love that. Uh, that's also so adorable that you're like, I don't want to spoil the movie. Like, <laughs> now, yeah, now it doesn't even. Okay, one of them is like such a throwaway nothing. And I will say, I actually attempted to do research beyond IMDb this time, and there's like nothing on the internet <laughs> on this movie except for IMDb. And Wikipedia. So this is all I got. But uh, at the end, when the SWAT team comes in yelling, hut, 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 as they move into position, apparently this might be a reference to Blues Brothers where the same thing happens. It seems uh, no, far-fetched, but all right. You can throw that one into the trash. That was a bad thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, but this next one I think is actually kind of cool. And if it is true... That's kind of awesome on the filmmaker's part. But during the final sequence with the remote control and the exploding coconuts, the timers on the remote and the computer sync up with the time in the film, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's I neat. guess. Hmm. Yeah. So, so like, when it's like the last nine minutes or whatever, it's yeah, it's in real time. That's mm-hmm. why it feels like it drags because we're all, we're so used <laughs> to movie it's time. It's real time. Yeah. I don't know. That, uh, maybe maybe just like in the last four minutes that might be accurate because I know there was a moment when like he's standing there and it says nine minutes behind him and then like a minute later he's getting chased and it says four minutes and I thought for a second that this was like the last nine hours of the thing and then it had switched to four hours and so I went back and forth with it before I realized it was minutes because I'm like did he chase this dude around this biodome for five hours? Is that what I'm supposed to catch? <laughs> Because I would have believed it. Yeah, that was a very slow foot chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the there was a moment I did want. Oh, I did ahead. mention ahead of time. I yes, did mention in the lead up know. that there was a fundamental moment that taught me so much about uh, about creativity. And um, yeah, it's still I, there. You know, I'm impressed you got creativity out of this. Please, <laughs> it's yeah. still there. And here's and here's what Biodome taught me. And it is in a scene that is. I believe the only purely redeemable moment in this film. And it is when they are dancing around to the safety dance Uh uh, through the biodome, fixing everything, um, trying to bring it back to, uh, to, to hundred percent homeostasis. And 
in the middle of the song, out of nowhere, they are dancing through the desert and they are led on this dancing escapade by a small dwarf in yes. medieval attire, uh, which is a direct nod to the Min- 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 Without Hats safety, safety Dance video. I did and the thing that. I love about this is there's no reason that there is a little person at the at the at the head of this little thing there's 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 no in-world explanation for this there's no like it couldn't happen unless he came to the party and then spent the rest of the time there with them and was just below camera level the entire time and we just never <laughs> caught it until that point so what it taught me though is that if it's a funny if it's funny enough and if it is uh, if it's if it's interesting enough, it doesn't need to make sense, and I think that that is the reason why that's the only good part of the movie, um, because they 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 got rid of all the pretension of making like this gross out, uh, like comedy, and just did something goofy that didn't have to have an explanation, and it actually worked, and it was the one part that I think that that still works. Interesting. I really like that. However for something to be very funny like it's funnier if it does make sense personally that's like my moral like how i view comedy is like if you're just doing something wacky this is kind of why personally i find that snl is hit or miss because a lot of times it feels like they're just doing stuff for the sake of doing something wacky and zany that doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. and to me that's not actually that funny Versus something that's like grounded in truth and like reality, like could be even funnier. I could see that. I don't know. I love absurdity. I think we're definitely the opposite school of comedy, Brett and I. Like absurdist comedy just makes us laugh all the time. Like we still quote the whitest kids you know with mm. like all of their crazy absurdist skits that make zero yeah. sense though. But, yeah, I so mean if I you say- build the world around that. Then so, I think it works. Ash, do you hate Tim and Eric stuff? Oh yeah, I do not like. Brent Sam, do you like Tim and Eric stuff? No, Some? actually, no. I haven't oh, watched really? it. <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> I find that I find it hit or miss. There are certain things that get me, and actually, Tim and Eric is. Every, I haven't seen everything. I'm not a completist on the, their show, but what I have seen, it's like sixty to seventy percent doesn't have any effect on me. But then there's like a minority of the things I do that hit me just so perfectly, and I will have like a gut laugh <laughs> at it. It's <laughs> like no reaction, real good, or sketches. visceral laughter reaction. But Adam's point with the scene uh, with the dance, I was gonna talk about. The more I think about it. I, that's a very enjoyable montage because the, the song yeah. is fun. It's like a great, they're working together. It's very positive. There's nothing like. 100% agree that that's the best part of the film for sure. But it's like, this is like very enjoyable sequence. Mm -hmm. And then it's wrapped in this shell of horror. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Just that shot of them all like doing the dance. Like it starts on a wide shot and they come through the trail doing the dance in the very beginning. I was like. (laughs) Oh, okay. This shit's about to get good. <laughs> I, I also really like the setup to that scene with the cops where they're like, don't worry, this will work. This will get them out. And then you're expecting them to play like something awful. And then you're like, I actually like this song. <laughs> yeah. It's a good reversal. Did they play that song for like eight months? I mean, that's I what you would expect. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what they were implying. Is there a song that you think you could listen to for like 24 hours a day? 
playing for like weeks on end. Uh, and you would not the, lose your mind. It's a cheater no song. What's your cheater song? Like a really long instrumental. Yeah. It's a LCD sound system, sound <laughs> systems workout it, song. It has to have vocals. It has to have <laughs> vocals. <laughs> okay. Dog With sound. vocals, huh? It has to have Because I feel like you could just find, there's like, you, there's, I'm sure there's, there's long instrumental pieces where you don't even really notice when it starts and stops again because it's the repetitiveness of it that will drive you nuts. But if it's long and there's no vo- there's no vocals to it, it just kind of flows into it. It's just background music. I feel like that's cheating. So is it like if you pick a song that you think is going to be good, it's going to drive you insane? But what if you just pick a song that's like meant to drive you, you insane, like the song that never ends? I don't know. No. 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 God. No. <laughs> I don't think there's a I don't think there's a single song I could pick that I could listen to for more than like 24 hours straight before I would just lose it. I think, yeah. I think, I don't think there's a single song. And like, even if you pick a really long, like there's no effects had a, had a single song album. It was like a 19 minute song. Yeah. That was an, that was an, an entire album called the decline. And I love the song, but if I had to listen to it straight for 24 hours, I mean, I've still listened to it close to a hundred times at that point. Well, probably not that many, but it's too much, too many, it's too much. <laughs> too many times i will say say, i don't know if anyone else was in band in high school but i was in band in high school and my band like our high school we would play weird songs like you know like sail sail away or i not sail away but like i just feel we wouldn't we wouldn't play like the boring band music like we would play like uh mr Roboto and stuff like that and there is a point because you we would have to practice it like in band practice over and over and over again or just practicing the same song. And there's a point where you at first you're like, this is awesome. The song's great. And then there's a point where you hate the song. And then it gets to a point where you're just numb to the song mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, this is fine. I does it, it doesn't like the bother dog me. in the room on fire. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think. You would get to a point where it's driving you insane, but then you would get to a point where you just whatever, this is fine. Yep. Or we I don't could, know. That's my theory. We could be like Casey and Chicago, and our guest, <laughs> previous yeah. guest, worked on the play yeah. Chicago, and he's like, I can't just, I can't hear any of the songs anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, have you ever worked in retail where you've worked at a yes. place that has like? The, the loop. same fucking music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I worked in the I worked in the camera department at at a Circuit City right out of uh, right out of college, and they had on the TV section right behind me like they had a loop of the same thing over and over and over again, and there was like one song by The Strokes that would come on every nine minutes, mm. and it. It, it's too much. It's it's too much to listen to the same yes. stuff over and over. Actually, For- I used to work right out of college. I worked at Urban Outfitters, and it was the same thing. They had a Strokes song, and to this day, I cannot listen to the Strokes. I just yeah. can't. For our under 25 listeners, Circuit City was a physical place where you could go buy <laughs> electronics. Literally a city of circuits. Good, yeah. And for our future listeners, Urban Outfitters was a store where people used to buy clothes. 
uh, for our future future listeners, stores were places where you went inside <laughs> of them uh, to look at merchandise, and it didn't get delivered to your house. You just picked it up there and took it think, home. Yeah, think of them like your 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 prime depots where you go pick up all your prime goods for your prime life to take back to your prime house. But there were lots of the, these depots. But they all had different names and sold different. Yeah, you would have and, to go to one store for clothes and one store for food and one store for book, and it was wild. It was a were, different store for everything. There were other restaurants that weren't just Taco Bell. <laughs> okay, and. I mean that this don't be future I'm cool with. <laughs> now this is long ago. This is way. This is this is way before they they came out with a three seashell solution. So. Yeah. <laughs> I did see, I saw a tweet about that too. Is that is how we come to the three seashells. The three <laughs> seashells. I would caught myself uh, because of the toilet paper hoarding or we run out of it during the quarantine. <laughs> so that's why they come up with the three, the seashells. Yeah, once the run, once the runs on, on toilet paper started happening, I thought of a, a, a demolition man uh, joke tweet and I almost made it. And then I'm like, maybe it's insensitive. And then next thing I know, somebody makes the three seashells joke and I'm like, I missed it. I missed that window. <laughs> that was your moment. Oh. That was my moment. I could have been uh, temporarily Twitter famous. Uh-huh. It's all gone. That's, that's, like okay. a, that's like a weird thing, Twitter and like po- big popular posts where it's like just funny enough for you to go <laughs> and then click the like <laughs> button. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a have you ever seen a viral tweet that was so funny that you followed the person that tweeted it? Literally never happened. I don't think that's ever happened in this world. In fact, yeah. I gave a whole talk on this at VidCon. Did you? <laughs> About how viral movies don't compare it to followers. However, I follow people all the time when other people say this person is funny. Yeah, because that's a personal recommendation. But they're right? like post, but it's like it's the, exactly the same scenario where it's like they'll po- repost one of their viral viral tweets and be like, "This oh. person, genius," and I'm like, "They must be." <laughs> <laughs> so what you're telling us is you're easily manipulated. That's yes. what I'm hearing. As long as you're overt yeah. about it, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're upfront and just as passionate about it as Adam is about biodome. Listen, passion is a is a is <laughs> a. a, is a is a word. Those that, were your words. Uh-huh. We can replay the. That tape. was before he watched. To be fair to the show, that was before he watched it. Okay. No, I listen. You can passionately dislike something just as much as this you can passionately true. like something. This I am true. not ambivalent about Biodome at all. Thus, I am passionate about that film. <laughs> You were just oh, you were just slightly misleading in your words, and that we thought you were passionate in a good way. I think oh, maybe you're just overly oh. optimistic yeah. with words. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, if I ever get invited back, you will know better next time. <laughs> I feel like we'll we have to have movie. you back for a tiebreaker. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I watched I mean, a lot of movies in the 90s. And so, like, I just know which ones are going to have an people are going to have an opinion on. I'll just yeah. say. <laughs> I mean, let's not be too hard. We, I mean, I seconded it. Brett thirded it. And Ash, again, a year ago, you were with, I mean, I am yes. developing a I track record, apparently. Of, yes. But you were right there with me a year ago, like, oh, Boondock States, it's epic. It's so good. And then we You're come right. back, it's like, holy shit. Oh, no. We were so wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I was the only one that knew that one sucked. <laughs> Speaking of the 90s, though, I had a question about this film. Do you guys remember in the 90s 
when it was like cool to be dumb yeah yeah why was that a thing as a high school teacher i will tell you it's still kind of a thing oh no yeah oh yeah. no yeah <sighs> that turned bleak quick <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like i played warhammer in in the 90s like th- there was no i it was it was how many rules can you memorize was my social circle <laughs> i remember being in middle school and i remember like always being the a student up until that point and i was super uncool and i was like i need to be cool so i got like a d in science and i was like bragging to my friend i was like the d in science and she was like what the fuck sam you think that's cool that's not cool that's fucking dumb what the fuck sam and i was like oh my god and i never got another d again so you Thanks, got Nikki. You're fucking like psa that's there. a Holy true shit. friend i did you were lizzie lohan and mean, and mean girls what? Yeah. <laughs> she like purposely yeah. starts like failing math class so the cute boy yeah. will tutor her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Except I was so much more pathetic. It wasn't even for a guy. It was just for just friends. for your own validation. So, <laughs> I feel like I experienced that. <laughs> I experienced that in junior high and grade school, kind of. I was like, oh, you're trying. I went to a all boys military high school. So we're like, Whoa, oh, we're all here. We're that. all lame. It sucks. So we all might as well. There wasn't any it's just we're all just trying to get through this. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh-huh. So there wasn't any smart shaming there because it was like, yeah, this all sucks for all of us. We just want to get through this and be done. Speaking of yeah. just wanting to get through this and be done, you guys want to move into wrap ups? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Um, all right. I'll, I'll take ownership of the mess. Fine. But I'm going <laughs> to clean it up just like Bud and Doyle um, because this experiment has gone wrong in a lot of ways. Um, but it doesn't mean that it can't teach us something. It doesn't mean that we can't be, um, you know, the type of the type of people that learn and, um, and and fix the problems that we create. This was a terrible movie. Um, this is a th- this is me humbly requesting that nobody uh, contribute uh, to the ongoing funds that this movie has uh, accrued through the years. Um, they got sixteen dollars tonight. Um, yeah. and that's probably the thing I feel worst about. Um, to add insult to injury, it wasn't even and every on Google time, Play, and I had to pay for it. Every time Polly Shore gets a check from this, he goes, putting it in the Biodome 2 jar. All right. Uh, this is how we got the funds. Um, yeah. So this is, this is a real, this is a real bad movie, guys. I don't know how to, I don't know how to, I don't know how to sugarcoat it. Uh, Tenacious D was good. Yeah. That was fun. Um, You know, I like your insightful narrative learning moment. We grew. We learned. mm. Even briefly. But we did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't wait. Don't don't go almost 20 years after having seen a movie before you and then suggest it to people to watch. Even though this is the very premise. That is the plot show. That's the show. My suggestion to everyone. You did everything right. (laughs) You yes. did everything right. <laughs> All Don't right. Worry. Well, if we're going to say that, if we're going to say that, then I feel like it was a good experience. Yeah. <laughs> they can't all be winners. And, you know, we always get asked, what was the worst movie? And, you know, we got to freshen up because we can't just say Crocodile Dundee every time. Forever. Now we have a new one. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's kind of refreshing to see how very far we've come. You yes. know, like yeah. it's it's like a real shocking reminder that 
progress has been made. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I don't feel like this movie could be made now. Like, oh no, I mean, that's and that's comforting to a certain extent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, high school Sam, that was the president of the Gay Straight Alliance, that went around with like the little button that said "homo" with the cross through it, like trying to get people to stop. I don't think that Sam would think in her adult life that she'd be with a group of people widely backed by the internet that that is not an okay statement so that's pretty freaking cool like that's not a thing that people say anymore sam was the true original social justice warrior (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah so sam what is your final thoughts on the film (laughs) dang Yeah. Uh, so this movie didn't get off to a great start before it even started because, like I said, we had to pay for it, and I thought I could use my Google credit, but it just wasn't on Google because they know what's up. And then know. my brother came out, and he was, like, chatting with us, and he was, like, kind of wanting to hang out. We're like, oh, you want to watch the movie with us? He's like, maybe. What movie is it? And we're like, oh, it's Biodome. Ha, ha, ha. And he was like. Nope, I tried to watch it a year ago. It's real bad. And just went into his room and closed the door oh, wow. and did not come out. And I was like, oh, we're in for it. Oh, no. And your brother is like the demographic for this film. You know? He loves bad things, but it was too much for even him. So that oh, truly, man. truly tells us how bad it was. Um, I, I Redeeming things while he was gross. The the boyfriend, the mom's boyfriend of the girlfriend, whatever his name was, he was funny. Um, the safety dance part was great, like we said. Uh, I'm going to nerd out on you for a second and say that the garden design was really freaking gorgeous and the biotone. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. It was very beautifully designed garden. And I liked the waterfall and it was a cool environment. Um, and that's about all I got, guys. I they kept doing this weird speed ramp thing through the whole movie that drove me fucking crazy. Like they just mm. speed up a couple frames for no reason. Maybe it was our Chromecast, but I don't know. I, it was awful. Uh, among all of the problematic, terrible, rapey, misogynistic things that we saw. So I finished the movie by looking at Brett and saying, "Huh, maybe." We need to experiment by locking up all of the toxic masculinity in its own biodome and see what happens. <laughs> and I I think uh, that we just need to lock it away. Biodome needs to go in its own biodome forever. Yeah. A dome within a dome. Yeah. Domeception. Bio biodome dome. Uh, I'd like to to post the uh, dissenting opinion here. Oh. Uh, what what? And I, what if this movie is actually excellent? Oh no! Oh, my God. And <laughs> you just, can't even. You can't. You can't. What? You so, can't. No. I think things that we've all agreed on is that every single person in this movie is terrible and trash and garbage, and they're they're written as the stereotypes of the worst people from. The nineties, the the idiots who uh, they they even have the line in the movie like, do we even care about the environment? No, like, uh, you got the uh, the the hippie protesters who aren't doing anything. You've got the scientists who like don't 
really care about what they're like they have like the all of the worst stereotypes of the people and what if like going through this movie and making you hate every single thing that they the 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 characters were is the point of the movie what if it's an inspiring thing that you're supposed to watch it and be like you know what fuck everything about this i actually do care about the environment and that's why i hate this movie it is not self-aware enough for that it had a lot of writers you know what but no no art doesn't always happen on purpose like (laughs) (laughs) i'm willing i'm willing to give you i'm willing to give you all the leeway in the world here on this one brett but here's the thing i would say and it's that nihilism such as (laughs) is uh just deep in my bones now after watching this film and hating (laughs) so passionately everything and everyone in it does not result in um, a newfound appreciation for environmentalism. What it does is it turns me in a lot of ways, we in, in a lot of ways into the Faulkner character where uh, I just want, I want to see it all burn. Um, and I don't think that I, I don't, I don't think it results in a, a, a renewed uh, sense of purpose in a, yeah. in, in a new green planet. And you know, yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of the subjectivity of art. We can look at the same piece oh boy. and walk <laughs> okay. away with entirely different opinions. So, Pat, <laughs> you, I cannot um, believe you just called this movie art. What the fuck, man? Yeah, not just art, quote. high art. Get out. Pull quote. Movie with Brett, multiple rape jokes. Art. Biodome is art. Yes. But then Brett's tombstone. <laughs> um, so, the movie itself is not a good movie, as we've thoroughly you know established i mean it was so bad that we've not even mentioned that they murder a helpless rabbit in the first five minutes of the movie oh and my we god don't the even, toe we thing? haven't even talked about the it biting the nail oh, the toe oh. thing that's it oh, but i'm saying when he throws the firecrackers and he blows up a harmless rabbit on the side of the road for no reason mm-hmm. uh and we didn't even mention that that but the movie itself that being said I've had a lot. This has been a very fun record session. And <laughs> I just like, I'm saying, is it fun to listen to? I wonder. Experience <laughs> was a lot of fun for me and I have enjoyed it, even though it's one of those things where this movie bad, but I am enjoying my time right now. Fair. Is yes. a weird juxtaposition, but the record. <laughs> Well, this is the thing I kept always trying to tell Brett is if the drinks on Let's Drink are bad. It's funnier. Yeah. So, <laughs> movie, mo- movie bad. Not movie bad. Chat with friends about movie good. Yes. Fair. Yes, exactly. Very I sweet, still Pat. would I like, like my time back, though. My 90 minutes. Um, I was but it's just a community it service thing at this point, right? Like, you've done a service for all humanity. Yeah. But- yeah. Listeners, yeah. don't watch Biodome. Especially Not right now. That should be a thing I feel like we should start doing, like official like official recommendations. If you've not seen it, go I'm th- I'm sure some people watch it before they listen to our episode, but like if you haven't seen it in a while, is it worth going and watch again or never seen it or not? Mm-hmm. And I feel like across the board, be like, no, you can skip this one. You need to start <laughs> off this episode. You need to start off this episode. Just get off on the right foot with it and just say, listen, listeners. At some point in this movie, we're going to stop and we're going to watch the movie and you're going to feel inclined to pause, watch the movie and come back with us later to just kind of feel how it feels afterwards. Whatever you do, 
do not watch this movie. Friends <laughs> well, don't yeah. let friends watch Biodome. I love it. We'll just Brett, cut you that in. Get that, edit yeah. that in the middle. Uh-huh. Our sacrifice will have been in vain. <laughs> <laughs> don't let us all have died inside for nothing. Yeah. Well, even though I was not optimistic about this film in the beginning, I still made a false claim where I thought it at least would have funny moments and I did not really laugh like at all I I can't think of a single joke that made me laugh so yeah what his insensitive uh commentary on models and eating disorders wasn't hilarious oh my god that was awful ugh why? And they like yeah. they want to grow weed, guys. That's not funny. Yeah, no, not funny actually. Surprisingly, <laughs> I will say that no. literally it's... nothing Polly Shore and whatever the Baldwin guy did was funny at all. Yeah, it's brilliant commentary on how unfunny it is. <sighs> Stephen Baldwin was thirty in this movie. Did you realize that Stephen Baldwin was playing a like fresh out of high school, uh, junior college? student at 30 i don't get how he could have looked at this movie and thought this won't kill my career yeah yeah right yeah he was looking at the paycheck how much (laughs) of that 15 mil went to him uh i don't know i feel like this was probably one of those movies where he was given the script and given some level of creative control which um you know just just bought bought him right into it you know he had a lot to say about the environment and I feel like that's that's probably that's probably where it all came from. He went into it with his eyes open and um, butt cheeks open, <laughs> butt cheeks open. He did it for the hairstyle. He really wanted to make sure oh that that got God. out. That hairstyle. How did and the we weird ever thing is, is they sh- that was good. They showed they showed child Do- they showed showed child child Doyle with that same haircut, and then they showed like slightly younger Doyle with like the big spikes. Like oh yeah, so the, he, he was goth some, or whatever. At some point in his life, he went to the goth look and then went back to that haircut. <laughs> so he had, a, he had a change of mind at some point, and then was like, "No, I'm going to go back to that one." Yeah, yeah, it's the goth phase. Well, okay. Oh, I here have- we go. No, this is interesting to me because I was curious about this. How much did he um, make? So I don't, I couldn't find that. But as far as Polly Shore and this movie, like how did this? And why would he? And my thing is, why would he sign on to this? Okay, so this came out in '96. In '93, Son in Law came out, and it did uh, 36 million. Okay, uh, I'm looking for a budget. I don't see one, but looks like it made money. And then in '94, In the Army Now came out and made. 20 almost 29 million and then what was it uh jury duty came out and only made 17 but he was making profitable movies so he was like doing point. the sandler thing yeah so this was the fourth this came out after all those other ones this came out after jury duty after in the army now after so his magnum opus the Polly shore quadrilogy <laughs> mm. so maybe he thought he was hopping in at the peak peak Polly <laughs> shore maybe yeah i don't know that just reminded just trying- me the question was asked, why would he think to do this? I'm like, I'm just trying to yeah. see if this is. Well, I mean, the, all the other movies that you just named, none of those are like, well, he was making great movies before this. Why would Polly Shore, <laughs> of all people, decide to make this dumb gross out comedy? Why Polly Shore? The respected laureate actor, uh, Polly Shore. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I have Shore. yet 
to see a Pauly Shore, Shore movie that's good. Because <laughs> yeah. it doesn't exist, Ash. I yeah, I right. don't think so. Uh, it does. It's so. the Goofy movie, but we've already determined that it's not. That doesn't yeah, count. Doesn't count. Uh, you well, mentioned Adam Sandler, and that reminded me. Watching this movie made me want to watch Big Daddy for the podcast, but I'm very scared it will also be really bad. No, that will be bad. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even seen that movie, and I can tell you it'll be bad. Probably. I, I don't know. <laughs> Sam, you were optimistic about this film in the beginning. That's true. But I have seen Big Daddy a lot more recently than Biodome, to be fair. Oh, okay. So. Well. All right. That was a, that was well. a fun episode. Adam, thank you for joining was us. Was it? <laughs> uh, thank you for thanking me. You're welcome. <laughs> Would you uh, like to tell the listeners about all your stuff one more time? I mean, not now. No. No, not now. No. I, I feel. Now that they know your taste in movies, what do, else can they I'll expect? Do the equivalent, from I'll, do, I'll do the equivalent of the Twitter recommend. Adam is fun to follow on Twitter. He's funny. Is uh, I mean, it's a, little sh- it's a little light shit posting, but it's fun and enjoyable. I, I enjoy the... And, a little uh, bit of light shit posting. Yeah. Sayer is a great you show. You know, I, I dabble in the shit post. Brute, fo- <laughs> Brute Force is an excellent real play podcast. I would recommend checking it out too uh, if you like real play because it, it is a little bit it is unique. It's not the same same the way you have it structured with who the heroes are and your role as the narrator. It's a little bit unique the way it's structured. So uh, thank, you, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. So check out Adam. What is your Twitter handle? Oh, it's at the Adam Bash. I don't like whoever's at Adam Bash. He he never posts. Created it way too long ago. And then they just won't kill it. I don't understand it. So <laughs> I'm at the Adam I Bash. hate that. Yeah, I mm. thought Twitter was gonna like call everyone, and then it was gonna be a happened. name for you for all. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Whoever the cool Sam L. Wilson is probably really fucking hates me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're um, the one that never posts. Yeah. Blodge it and engage the audience. So, if you want more of this, and I promise you we watch better movies. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at Let's Rewatch, where usually I do fun stuff, like I tweet a screenshot of the movie so you can guess what we're watching, or we do movie polls to see which movie, you know, you get to pick the movie we watch. This time, we did an experiment, and the poll was to see how many people had seen Polly Shore, or Polly Shore, how many people had seen Polly Shore? I mean... No, uh, how many people have seen <laughs> Biodome uh, that were born before 1990? And so far, it's up to 87%. So I think that that can conclude very solidly. That was solidly. a wild thing I just pulled out of my ass to say there. Yeah, but I think it's true. I think people born after 1990 have not seen this movie. I am a and little Ralph, shocked. Uh, Ralph responded saying, um, before... And yes, he was born before 1990. And yes, while in high school, my stoner friends and I rented it on VHS from the local video store. Uh-huh. Can't say I remember it too well. It to was, which I told him that's probably for the best. It yeah. was all rentals. <laughs> yep. Yep. Video yeah. rentals. So if uh, you liked our podcast more than we liked this movie, please give us a five-star <laughs> review on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. And tell your friends. We would love to get more listeners. We have a website. Yeah. But it's not working, is it? Is it working? No. The website? No, it's not working. Okay. 
Pat, you should pitch Happy Hell Hour. Oh, yeah. Happy Hell Hour. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. We played D&D. We're doing Descent into Avernus. Our DM is Tim Lanning of uh, Greetings Adventurers Podcast, Geekly Inc., the same network that Mr. Bash is a part of. And Brett joined us today. We recorded. We were, <gasps> today is a Tuesday. Oh. Yeah, it was. Dope. And Brett is. Yeah, Brett rec- played with us today as a wizard named Beef Johnson. Yep, yep. That's, that's um, me. That's I'm, uh, I'm Beef Johnson, the yep. wizard. He's going to join us next week, too, because we got to finish up a fight that we just started. <laughs> a fight that you might not be able to do if I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just want to say if you like this podcast, or if you if you like the podcast, more than you like this video or that we like this movie. Please support Adam. He's a good guy, even though he chose this movie. <laughs> don't judge Adam. Go, don't judge Adam. It's not Adam's fault. <laughs> it's not his fault. No, I'm still gonna take I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fall on the sword for this one though. I do I do take full blame for this, but man. Oof duh. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good movie. All right. Well, thanks again and uh join us next time when we watch uh, ooh, scrotal vengeance. Oh, that's a good one.